0: joe merry christmas this is sleigh bell steve jangling sleigh bells of course these aren't keys that i just pulled out of the keyhole to (laughs) impromptu open the show in a festive manner oh what am i saying who am i kidding look it is festive it is christmas 2022 there is a tree behind me fully decked out lit up I'd like to say there are presents beneath it, but since we are recording this on the 23rd of December, yeah, Santa hasn't visited just yet. However, however, there are two <laughs> reindeer just uh, bucking, uh, ready to, to spring onto the scene. Um, let's, let's put a, a bridle on them and, and rein them in. It's poor, deadly pencils. Ho, 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 I got a machine gun now. <laughs> <laughs> the love and scoop full of Rob. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've been bridled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I not not
1: listening. Listening. I'm no longer. I up my nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're listening to episode two eighty-one of GI Joe Book: The Best and Worst of 2022. Bum, we decided bum, that bum. the very festive theme of this episode would be to give a rundown of our very favourite things that this last year has yielded, uh, both within the channel and the podcast, and without, like our favorite video games of 2022. Woohoo! I don't think I have a dog in the race, but I know someone who does. Yeah, it's a fine, sure. fine evening.
1: Oh, how my, this find I'm good, guys. I'm, I'm, it's so nice. It's just been, it's like, I've had a week. I'm not having to, no expectations. I'm just so relaxed. I'm super chilled. I've been mixing. I've, that's what I've actually been up to as I've been mixing music. I've been DJing my brains out. I think I'm driving Celia crazy. Both my neighbors are away on holidays, so I'm fucking pumping tunes like crazy. <laughs> um, how are you Never guys? Heard of headphones? Yeah, I, but I don't want to always mix in my headphones, man. Sometimes I you know, want to feel I that know, that, that know, thump, that feel. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you need to feel that energy. Boots, so boots, you know,
0: boots, really and and boots Exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. No. I'd like I'm to send a warm greeting to the Bergforce. Oh, right, Sweeney so just chimed in by saying best thing in Jo'burg this year is the fact that you guys get to see each other. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. That's so true. true That's relief. the best
2: thing. And yeah, see you guys next year, I guess. 282. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rob, you were gonna say, How are you doing? Oh, it's it's good fun, eat,
2: I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. It's a, it's a little bit warm tonight, but otherwise uh I'm enjoying the company of of legends of the Bergforce and of the burgers. The valleys <laughs> and the towners, yeah. we all here. Who is care. the
0: meat Apes. and who is the buns?
2: Hey, hey.
0: and how are you, Stephen? Hey, <gasps> <gasps> I'm I just got back from a, a vacation in a beautiful beach, uh, getaway spot called Hermanus, about I'm nine, 90, 90 minutes out of Cape Town. Ooh. Um, and let me just say, guys, when you are on a beautiful beach surrounded by eights, nines, and a A couple of tens um you just got no time to take in the scenery when you're busy hosing off a swim nappy that's just soiled with shit (laughs) oh welcome (laughs) parenting (laughs) i'm glad i'm not distracted by the beautiful bikini swanning about because that would drive you crazy yeah exactly (laughs) hey you're so cute i mean your kid's so cute (laughs) yeah look guys it's it's hardcore man like uh, i'm I'm easily distracted, but I suppose not when there's a, a poopy nappy around Whoa. so yes Elliot Elliot was my, my savior from <laughs> the path of distraction. but <laughs> it was great guys i've I've oftentimes done that holiday uh, with my family. so it was just soaked in nostalgia. all the the smells and the sights and vistas and the sea itself, like the spot, the various things that we would always traditionally do. Just doing it through a new lens of having this little kid who is adamant he wants to commit suicide on the sharp rocks abutting the ocean. Thanks a lot, kid. Oh, I mean, you dare not have a single bear past your lips because you need to be on vigilant duty, my friends. He's dragging you off like along this sheer seawall of rocks with massive, massive breakers of, of white water smashing up against them. And he's like, hey, as long as my dad's hanging onto my hands, I'm safe. Yeah, right. I'm busy skricking my brains out, which means <laughs> f- freaking out uh, to, to those of you who don't speak. afrikaner Oh, yes. yeah, The 44 no. of you that apparently do. <laughs> Stressful is what it is. But it, it was the first time I'd ever gone away on this particular trip and felt sad, that it was over. Not that I'm sad to come back to Cape Town. Cape Town is where it's at, but I guess it's mixed with that kind of emotion that it is a stage that I was looking forward to for much of this year, and we've now passed through it. And now it's like, the highlights reel is starting to become shorter and shorter and shorter. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but hey, that's how these things go. And I mean, the thing about December and these particular days themselves, like days that pass by, during the rest of the year are so, like, inconsequential. But every day in December seems to be like, oh, what did you do on the 22nd? What did you do on the 23rd? What did you do on the 24th? So I'm kind of precious about, like, every single moment right now. Mm. But there is nothing better or nothing I'd rather be doing right this minute than sitting here talking about toys, with my two best birds, and uh, a whole lot of other friends in the chats. So, yes, that's me. Yeah, cool, yeah. man.
1: I'm, I, it sounds like really bittersweet, but I I I feel you on that. Um, mm. And it's also you cool know. that, you know, you get to stop and smell the roses a little as well. So,
0: and you know, I get that. <laughs> I totally get that. <laughs> smell the roses, right? And the, the baby shit. <laughs> and the boobies. Love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, we have a topic, but I'd like to address something that you guys got into last week when I was in absentia. You guys are Mm -hmm. talking about some weird and wonderful things in G.I. Joe. And um, the incinerator's equipment came up. The fact that he has this, like, flame ball launcher. Sort of teched out flame balls. Now, that that catapult saw a few reuses. The mold found its way onto the the Cobra Parasite for some reason. It had Mm -hmm. a catapult launcher on the roof. I seem to recall those bombs and the catapults finding its way into the Sergeant Savage line. I think it was the Arctic Stormtrooper that had had that catapult, but like he fired blue um, whatever you would call them. Orbs of of (laughs) balls balls of fire, (laughs) balls of ice, whatever. And maybe I could be misremembering, but maybe it finally went to Street Fighter accessory kit, someone, maybe Guile. Probably probably Guile, like one of the movie Guile guile. sets or something. Yeah. So many guiles. But I have that catapult launcher. And I lost or didn't lose. I gave away my or traded away my incinerator early doors. But how do I have that catapult launcher? What's the path least likely, boys? What is weirder than a flamethrower coming with a catapult launcher? Well, a heavy machine gunner like the Saw Viper coming with it. Because, Mm -hmm. yes, folks, the European release of the Saw Viper doesn't have his saw, doesn't have his bullet belt or his backpack. It came with incinerators, flamethrower, uh, and incinerators catapult launcher. Bizarre, bizarre. Even the yes. card, the card art was changed to reflect this, and it shows off <laughs> Saw Viper like crouching over this like very diminutive catapult. Like they've they've sized down the catapult so that it could fit onto the card, basically. And it's it's hilarious, man. Like he's holding it in his what? hand, like boop. Here what my a ball changed mystery. Fire.
1: <laughs> Eat balls. But you know what's weird about this is like I, I I was never a big fan of this toy as a kid, so I never got it. But David had this figure and he definitely had the gun. So it's we cool must Viper have gun. gotten yeah. So we must have gotten they they must have done like a reissue of this or something at some point.
0: Paul, we got both. We got the Euro releases, <laughs> ah, and ah the there we go. American yeah, releases. So like yes. you either got the one with the official equipment or the weird and wonderful. Now sought after European equipment like Rock oh, Viper gosh. with Snake Eyes V fours, uh, grapple is launcher, just sad. and gun. It is a bit sad, <laughs> it but, is but sad hey, that look, people want these weird things. It creates yeah. variation, and can you blame them? That's I mean, the fact true. that the they activity. they carried unique card dots—that's I really suppose cool. that's the draw. Yeah, that's mm. the lure. I like hmm. the European range Viper card art better than the United States one. Like it takes a very literal approach to his helmet. It looks like the action figure, which I always applaud. I'm like, I want the card art to look like the toy that I'm getting. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes, oh, no, that makes sense. That so mm, Stephen, no.
2: chasing 80s toys in the comments uh, mentioned watching Cobra Claws are coming to town. What is that? Do you Do
0: you, have, do you know what that is? <laughs> Wasn't it the episode where uh, Cobra shrinks down their entire army oh, uh, yes. into gift boxes that they then hand deliver to Joe HQ, and yep. then they burst out and lay oh, waste no. to GI Joe, but like micro-sized. And, and Polly becomes a giant. Yes. and, and Oh, becomes I giant. remember this
2: episode. Yeah. It actually, no.
1: okay.
0: okay. It's cool. It's actually a cool Christmas episode. But thanks for the shout-out, Chasing 80s. That is a great, great episode. Particularly if you are feeling festive, stick that one on the DVD, or clap. you don't even have to. Check it out on YouTube. And I think nice. it's available. Yeah, good times. Nice. good times. Gents, should we get into our first round? Because we've got quite a few categories. It's quite a second, list, right? yeah. Mm. yeah. The first one focuses kind of internally. Um, just, And it's mm. always interesting to get gauge from you guys' because we were in it so we we probably have a good opinion and yet at the same time these <laughs> podcasts tend to become a blur so so anything could happen guys if i was to ask you what your favorite episode that we recorded this year was of the podcast mind-blowing wow Paul, what would you say it was
1: i you know it's actually something that happened quite recently mm-hmm. um and please this is not to like Say that any of the other episodes weren't as great, but the one that we did with Bud Base Six Nine, mm. that was two seven nine, was an awesome episode. I really, really enjoyed that, and I and I don't think I'm alone in saying that. I think a lot of guys really dug that.
0: Well, when do you get the opportunity to really geek out and ask all your nerdy questions about GI Joe aircraft to an actual military aviator? Yeah. So this isn't a slight on any of our very esteemed guests, and there have been a few. I've got a list that I'll rattle off in a minute. And, of but course, have... all the
2: other episodes where it was just us on. I mean, that, that's no shade against us being on our own and trying
0: to, to each other instead of, you know... share. Rob. <laughs> you guys have become more unpredictable with age, so you know, I now no longer am like, oh, I know which way this conversation's going to go. You do <laughs> throw some curveballs. Oh, Speaking yeah. of... Paul, you managed to in the dying moments of your like rattling off all the flamethrowers in GI Joe. You managed to, to, to hit on Ice Cream Soldier, but there is a flame trooper that you missed. You, you uh, named Blowtorch. No, 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 no. You named uh, uh, Ice newer, Cream Soldier. After the episode, yeah. You oh oh oh. Hey, who to? is it? You named uh, Charbroil. Charbroil, yeah. Who did you miss? Hmm. And I keep, you know, I need to really
1: like stop getting those character's name wrong. But I'm going to get it wrong. And I, I just, I'm setting myself up for failure. I keep calling him Burnout, but it's mm. not Burnout. It's Blastoff. Very good. He got the the, your wow. favorite subset, the Mega
0: Marines. Yes. Very good. But I mean, well, he, Blastoff. He looks like a scuba diver. He has the code name of an astronaut and he has a flamethrower speciality. So anything goes.
1: I totally missed that. I was like, ah, facepalm. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, before I get on to Rob's favorite podcast episode of 2022, I'm just going to name-check our guests of this year. In yes, 233, in January, we had we kicked things off strong with the one, the only, Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Then on 241, we had the three fellas from Talking Joe. Um, I just got them to, to, to chat with me impromptu after we recorded one of their podcasts. They stayed on. Good sports that they are, and we just chatted Joe, talked Joe, <laughs> talking Joe with talking Joe. In 256, we had Joe Mauler giving us some fascinating insights into Oof, toy production, yeah. into the way he played, into his ideas for what the HasLab tank, should have been like. In 259 and 260, we had the creators for the International Backyard of this year, mm. uh, Seconds to Midnight, unforgettable joint venture with a number of contributors and all all good friends of mine, of ours, of the channels. Ryan Sweeney joined us on 266 talking about Joe's and their off time. Hans Chow opened our eyes to some amazing toys that we had never really considered in issue, mm-hmm. issue in episode <laughs> 267. In 272, we had Mark van Leeuwen and Ronald Hoff talking about their Play Motion release of this year called Coiling the Commander. Awesome, awesome stuff. The Universal Toy Collector, aka Stu, joined us talking about his playtimes in two seventy four in two seventy seven we had Darren's Darren Darren the Railroad hmm. Darren Cobb himself aka Santa Claus I believe he joined us to talk about uh world enemy number one of course yeah the battle action force comic and then as you mentioned Paul Budface 69 was on two seventy nine talking mm-hmm. jets <sighs> Thank you, one and all. If I missed anyone, then I am an idiot because I just do not do enough show prep. But I think I think it's the exhaustive list. Okay. <laughs> well, we did. I mean, we did so many episodes this year. It's easy. Absolutely. To I adore having other people on because honestly, I talk way too much. Oh, That's true. I hadn't Actually. noticed. <laughs> Robbie, tell me your favorite episode of the podcast. Didn't have me <laughs> in it, right? Right. Don't uh, weirdly down.
2: enough, actually, it it doesn't have you in it. But I mean, the, it 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 just worked out like that because you decided you didn't actually want to watch this amazing movie that we watched called Merger Force. That was my absolute oh. favorite episode. I was glad I got introduced to this movie. I think it's a fantastic film.
0: Um, That's I had a right. lot of we fun. We also had Gaz. We had Gaz on there as well. Didn't yes. feel I need to mention him because yeah, absolutely, He's always Gaz on. was in the mix and Darren Darren Cobb. Absolutely.
2: And yes, this is a fantastic movie. It definitely feels, I mean, admittedly, they themselves admitted that um, it was meant to be a G.I. Joe concept film originally. Um, and it's its an absolutely fantastic movie. It uses all the special effects of the 80s to their absolute maximum. Like the, the comedic value, the uh, the fun factor. Um and it was just fun to like, like actually, like sit down and talk with a bunch of people who really love this film and have enjoyed this movie for most of their lives, and discover it for myself. Um, you know, so I thought it was an absolute
0: blast.
3: Whee!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, the lead that character was... flying his motorcycle—what a delight! It, like? it
2: was—it's fantastic. And Stephen, I encourage you to watch watch it next year.
0: I think I tried finding it, but I just, I mean, short of actually paying for it, I couldn't find any, like, free avenues of watching it. We will we will watch it together. We will hook you up. We will hook you you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step you on the ground. Push you all around. Listen, it's no Kickboxer 5, but... (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome. Sorry. In (laughs) joke, guys. We watched Kickboxer 5 while Paul was in Cape Town, or just we stumbled onto it late night TV style. And we were like... This is totally filmed in South Africa, and all these guys have the most thickly accented South African drawls. Like, yeah, bro. Their drawls are so new. Kill kill him now. now. (laughs) Hey, kick die (laughs) drawls. So, I I thought I would really enjoy listening back to our hardcore expose on the core. We spoke about basically the O ring core figures from 86 through to, I suppose, 1991. But, guys, I think I'm more in favor with that time you and I, Rob, talked about how we used to play with our Star Brigade figures, Ah, which was episode 257.
2: Of course, the nostalgia factor,
0: you know. Of course. Of course, of course. Yeah, look, the core one was fine and well, but it felt like we were just kind of offering mini reviews on the highs and lows of the line. Whereas 257, okay, we spoke a bit about the bonkers story that – the the copyrights on, on yeah the CGI they tried teamwork. to come up with. I mean, th- where was that going? It went nowhere. It came from nowhere, but they decided to have a go at creating this Star Brigade mythology. Yeah, which went nowhere,
2: unfortunately. But at least we got a couple of really sweet toys out of the deal.
0: Yeah, and you and I actually <laughs> had childhood stories to share. So I suppose for re-listenability. Um if anyone wanted to know if, if you were so inclined to know how we played with the Armatech figures, episode two five seven is your baby. It's your ticket to mm. joy. Space joy. Your ticket Space to smoking pleasure. Dude, I was <laughs> just thinking about Peter Stuyvesant commercials today and how <laughs> lavish they were. <laughs> they were so they crazy. Had, they had like film budgets, man. They were on the best slopes, the best hotels, the best fashions, jets, like, and then always the glamour shot of someone lighting up. And that was a bygone I, era. And that was such yeah.
1: a movie thing. Remember, you yeah. used to go to the movies and then it used to like...
2: <laughs> Slow
0: motion helicopter drop as the the, so the alpine skier takes off in his like massive '90s puffer jacket, purple, puffing lilac away with his goggles. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, also awesome, wasn't. Awesome, awesome. Anyways, I'm blowing off course here. <laughs> so the next topic or the next uh, category we had, also focusing on the channel, basically was what YouTube. Uh, release what video feature was each our favorites um paul i'm curious what is yours man oh dude uh seconds to midnight man
1: uh you know but that's uh, i know it's kind of an obvious one but that was really great (laughs) like all of the the preparation and all of the madness and everything to get it right um and just how it all came together—it stuck in my mind as like one of the coolest uh, videos that we've ever done. Never mind, just this year. And just having everybody's contribution and the way guys just played along—I mean, I've always felt like this is, you know, this is the this was always created as a way for us to play with toys with everybody around the world. And yeah, this this gets me very excited. It's yeah, it's probably it's definitely my favorite video uh, production. It's hard to beat.
0: It was the perfect storm. And let's not forget the fact that it it formed part of the uh, Cobra Convergence. Was it six this year? Yes. Yeah. Mm. So another initiative spearheaded by HCC 788. And this was an opportunity for everyone in the G.I. Joe book camp of content creators, of play motion creators, of authors of their own G.I. Joe movies to come together. And nothing short of a miracle of how sweetly it did come together cuz mm. 12 or so people all pulling in different directions the, it had no rights to be as 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 i suppose as cohesive a story as it was yeah it seemed it seemed to work which i don't know, I, I can't take credit for that that was just uh, that's just the magic of it right yeah it's a testimony it to, to how people get it and how good the individual creators are at telling the story and then handing over to the next guy. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm very pleased with that. It cannot go unmentioned. So, I'm glad you bring it up first and foremost. Shut, man. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, it's head and shoulders up there with uh, two other productions that came out that I suspect you guys might mention. Oh. But uh, the fact, listen, I loved Renegades. Um, I mm. absolutely love Renegades. Uh, I just... It just felt weird and maybe a little disingenuous for me to come and kind of say this renegades thing that you know steven and us made like is like my favorite because that's yeah. kind of like you know it's like it's like you know stroking your own ego patting your own back that kind of thing and i yeah but that's not to to, to take any value away from it i feel like the the quality of for example, like Seconds to Midnight, the fact that I've uh, chosen that over that says that, you know, Seconds to Midnight is really, really good. I also really loved quoting the Commander. So, like, I I thought, I I want to mention that because I don't want, uh, yeah, I just, I don't want that to not be mentioned. I think it's really, really great. And I don't want to take the chance on you guys maybe not mentioning it, but I have a feeling you may. So, incredible. uh, Sorry to put you in the spot. (laughs) But look at the yes, scene, it's man. It's on the screen on, right bro. now. If Produced by Mark YouTuber. van
0: Leeuwen and Snowcat Ron. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, I mean, all of the stuff is on the channel right now if you missed it. So, yeah, that's that gets a highly recommended from G.I. Joeberg So good. So, so good. Makes me want to play with toys. <laughs> <laughs> As it should. I, I, I hope that these things do inspire because... You know, there's no ways for us to make this a, a weekly, uh, short or long. For instance, um, it's just it, you know, it, it practically it wouldn't work. Um, but if this inspires you to pick up your action figures and further the adventure yourself, well, mission uh, bloody accomplished, Rob. Oh yeah, that's what you always say.
2: How do we top that? Well, we top that by completely and totally and utterly patting ourselves on the back so very, very hard. Cole doesn't want to pat, pat himself on the back, but I really want to pat myself on the back really super duper hard um, because <laughs> my favorite Self-flagellation, video video...
1: much? Oh,
2: I'm <laughs> flagellating so hard right now. Um <laughs> Was actually almost <laughs> recent. Well, not almost recent, but I mean it was exceptionally <laughs> recent. Um, Stephen and I sat down, and I joined him for one of his recent vlogs, which he usually um, releases for um, members of the of the channel, and occasionally releases like one uh, for everyone to be able to, to enjoy. And literally, we just played with our toys. Um, so what we this. were talking about in Star Brigade episode two five seven, um, we literally reproduced that as a video. Um, on our channel. Stephen holding the camera and me just doing the action, I think we came up with, it wouldn't even come up with beats. We were like, this is where this thing is, this is where this thing is, and then from there, um, you know, get, get it mm-hmm. on Monday, guys. Get it on a Monday. Monday.com, um, not sponsored.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we just had fun with it. We just went for it, and I think this is absolutely fantastic. I love that there is, there is a diversity of videos on our channel. There's this super, um you know there's ones where we completely do our best to take our hands out of the shots um you know we have production music from pause absolutely beautiful we have voices from dozens of people um who kindly give their voices to our to our videos (laughs) and (laughs) to (laughs) other people's videos um but here it's just me and stephen playing uh whatever you hear is in 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 mic it's on on the scene it's happening in the moment and it just felt right it felt like
0: I was uh, 22 again. <laughs> <laughs> and if you wish to uh, watch these amateur videos uh, weekly, consider becoming a YouTube channel member for only three bucks a month.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. But that's what I like. I like that we we have the space for that on our channel. You know, It's not just we're encouraging other people to play with the toys. We are literally playing with our toys. We're showing you, like, you can still do that. You can have fun with the toys. And as I've said in... I've left two separate, well, I, I did one, one entire episode. I did two episodes on my, on my own this year with our podcast. And then the one episode I, I really, I went over like, you know, how much I feel, yeah, it's really important. Play the toys, enjoy them, have fun. And yeah, um, you know, we put our, we put our hands where our mouths are and we <laughs> put it on the channel. And um. I think I love this video.
0: Look, if holding a camera and a flashlight is now my license to play with my toys imaginatively in a way that I used to, if I can use the channel as my excuse to do so, <laughs> I'll do it, baby. Hell yeah, this dude. was great. This was actually a blast. I'm kind of reliving it right now. And it was Woo. it was absolutely caught up in the moment, as it should be. Like, you know, this this was just an action piece. Like, we didn't bore anyone by having a long talk sequence, but we absolutely could have. We could have made some Oh yeah, we could have talked
2: piece. for minutes on end. Mm. Um, but it's which is why Paul
0: don't don't feel left out. We still have yeah. plans to do, as we spoke about, to have the three of us in character do a kind mm. of a a zombie GI Joe survival horror. Uh, we oh, uh, all that, know how much Mark cool, has zombies. So uh, <laughs> I hope you're gonna. <laughs> this enjoy was just that a. Mark. This <laughs> had to. This was just to release the pressure in the moment we needed to do. No, this
1: I'm glad that you guys are doing that. Like. Obviously, I've got FOMO, but at the same time, I'm just glad that you guys are playing with toys and well, enjoying it. Well, so. hopefully, it, it. and Paul, this isn't just to inspire people to watch the channel.
0: It's to inspire us, to. Yeah, of course. You. Yeah, it totally does, dude. The reality Good. of Playmotion production is that it's not fun. You know, you're craned over <laughs> these things trying to suspend disbelief by filming them in a very lavish way. and. <laughs> Putting them against <laughs> backdrops and sets that are, make them look like real things. So you're taking yourself out so much that um, there isn't really room to play. Yeah, you're not Where always in the moment. Is, yeah, something as crap as Vlog Twenty Five. Um, that is raw, raw play. You're really seeing it happen. So yeah, you I mean, take it or leave it. I, it depends on what your taste is. If you're niche enough to to, to come along with us for this ride, then yeah. man. You're just as crazy as we are. <laughs> Dude, this
1: comment. Boom. I'm going to put on the screen now.
0: Dude, Do it. What from, is it? Jimmy, from Jimmy, Jimmy Godfrey.
1: Uh, Renegades was masterful. Without blowing smoke, Joburg writes the best current Joe narratives going. Honestly, you leave Hammer, uh, Hammer's modern stuff in the dust. Dude wow we love you jimmy (laughs) we love you jim has my god jim is doing
0: it the right way guys he is currently doing a reread of operation claymore which is a battle Mm. action force storyline which was set in the christmas era of 20 of christmas time of 1985 where the red shadows take over this scottish town all in jacobite uh, like red coat period dress so, like, mm. they, they're masquerading as they're like some reenactment crew, oh, but that's actually, they're red shadows. The thing that makes it exceptionally bonkers to me is that not only are they in recreation outfits, but they're in, they, they use authentic weapons as well. They're all like firing, I think, flintlock rifles or muskets. Crazy. And that's, they're, they're fighting modern, well equipped, like, action force paratroopers with, like, <laughs> black powder weapons it's it's bonkers absolutely bonkers it's not a laser rifle dressed up as a musket no 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 no. this is the the real deal ballsy wild. but Jim thank you that's very I mean coming from you is always uh, a huge compliment this is a very discerning um guy I mean he's he's often called out other creators for being shit or phoning it in and so yeah it's wonderful to hear that our Customizer Buddy Supreme, Mr. Jim Godfrey, um, has such kind things to say. Thank you for always been uh, being in our corner, sir.
2: So, Stephen, what else can you say about your favourite what, video, you yeah, buy, buy, Vlog Twenty Five?
0: <laughs> well, I loved it, of course, but something that I've always wanted to do Ooh. was something that I did as early as Vlog Ten. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man i I got to do. A side scroller. I got to yes. do the GHO video game, but that was so toys. cool <laughs> <laughs> with toys. Yeah. yeah. With it like a character select screen and everything. So that was a I loved, delight for me.
1: Uh I, I loved your arcade one. Yes, this this was so great. Um, and then it goes, it's the the almost the no, no, this is a side one. I also loved your POV shot, your um got to get tough. One that you yeah,
0: looking. I think it was Vlog Oof. Six Shit, that where was great. I did a sort of a, a a rail shooter just like the GI Joe arcade game. And and I mean, guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen these, no biggie. Like they are, they're not, they're not very professionally done. They've got a lot of heart, and and they were certainly fun to shoot. I think that's the theme of like what our favorite videos are. It's like what was cool for us as a process, not what was necessarily the best, uh, finished product. Um, you know, hands down the renegades for me would have been the best, most polished finished product, but I should you not, that literally took more than 12 months to, to just get it the way I wanted it. You know, yeah. constantly Even shooting additional scenes. Mm, well, it, it does crush the joy sometimes, but yes, it then gets high praise from guys like Jim Godfrey. And so it's worth it. Absolutely. But if you want sure. some raw fun, yeah, vlogs 10, 25, 6, they're all actually available for for public consumption. Like you don't have to be a YouTube member to, to, to access those. I decided to make them tasters, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fun to shoot, man. These things are such um, time capsules for us because this was mm. shot in the backyard of the Airbnb place that Kim and I were staying at in Perth during winter. Yeah. Like we will never inhabit that space ever again, but I can always revisit it. In this, yeah, much like we did in in Chattanooga. Yeah, shots and yeah,
1: dudes. I could kick myself. The other day we had the most amazing hailstorm. It was actually quite brutal, Um, and Mm. there was like like piles of hail that were still sitting there, and it looked like uh, like snow. And the problem is, I, I, unfortunately, I was actually on a mission, I, you know, Celia and I had to go somewhere and I so badly just wanted to stop and then just grab some of my snow Joes and bring them out there and just have a jol. But yeah, I was hopeful that um, there would still be hail when we got back and there was very little of it in the sh- shady spots, but it was already like all but gone. So I know what you mean about the whole time capsule thing, just like in cap- <laughs> you know, capturing that moment. Because that's something I so wanted to just play with toys in that and make a video or like a, a short or something out of that, you know? Anyway, you know, you having to shorts. run around to get Christmas Next gifts. time.
2: Seize the moment. Copy today. They are smart
1: Let's
0: keep on trucking. <laughs> Come on. We got yes. lots of categories. Oh, to yeah, get okay, okay. Let's, okay. let's get okay. back We're to cutting the toys. too much in the back. <laughs> enough of that. Okay. Enough of that. Now, I, I think this should be, well, it, it can't really be in two categories because G.I. Joe Book does receive donations and. We love them all to bits. So to pick one of those would be absurd. But yeah, you know, just personally. Going I've, uh, I've had wonderful things arrive in the mail from Chris Mewa, from Ryan Sweeney, from Maula Joe, from Rob. Um, forgive me if I've missed anyone. Perhaps there was stuff from last year that arrived this year. I know Gary V sent some stuff. Um mm-hmm. amazing. Our pals are very, very generous. And it's yeah, as I say, it's impossible to pick something out of that. So I'm going to apply a bit of personal criterion and say, it's got to be mm. something that I, I bought myself.
2: Interesting. Okay.
0: Mm. So my favorite toy from 2022 has got to be Toxo Zombie. Why? Oh, yeah. You love that thing. Love, love, love this thing. Didn't expect to love it. I, I have, no, once again, absolutely no rhyme or reason to love this as much as I do, but I do. I always ignored it because it was like, ah, if I've got a Toxo Viper, why would I want a Toxo zombie? It's, it's lurid pink and lime green and it's stupid and it doesn't come with a gun, really. But it doesn't need to. It's so unique. And not only unique as a character concept within the ARAR run, but also very unique construction. I don't know where else in the line you have a figure that takes an existing mold doesn't just recolor the mold. No, no, no. This is a new sculpt, but it is based wholesale on the old sculpt. It's just, you know, obviously with pock marks and cracks and scars and chunks missing and exposed flesh. The sculpt is far better than perhaps the color scheme uh, allows it to be. You know, there's a lot more detail in the face in the, the gore on the arms than the paint apps, um, show up and the, the, the coloring overall is lurid, but the lurid works. It's so sublime, mm-hmm. particularly under a black light where that neon mm-hmm. just sears your eyeballs. It's yeah. There's something quite delicious about that nineties aesthetic. When you come around to it, once you enjoy and luxuriate in the neon, you're like, yeah, absolutely. These are colorful, incredible, interesting toys and so very like of their time sometimes stylish man dude mm. stylish just like the fashions of the nineties have, have Aww. now come around to being cool again <laughs> yeah Congo so pads. too has looks a zombie played shirts <laughs> 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 all right Paul wise guy what's your favorite toy of twenty twenty two okay yeah, cool so
1: I feel like it's totally worth mentioning
0: um, I do want to just mention that in
1: a year where, like, the the toys donated with uh, to me were a blowtorch and a warthog, I just want to say that like this year has been freaking amazing for GI Joe toys for me. Um, but in oh. terms of figures that like I actually bought, uh, I really really love my Classified Storm Shadow. Like, I think he is an incredible figure, and I know like Paul and Storm Shadow and stuff, but. Like they finally got right and <laughs> they like hit, they hit, like it hits all the right notes and, um, spirit. Like I know I'm like putting two in there and I'm being naughty, but spirit Cheer. was a, an awesome, um, purchase as well. Those are my like actual, you know, let's be current GI Joe releases. Cause I know that, um, the classifieds aren't necessarily on the top of your buying lists guys, but yeah, those were pretty cool for me. And, uh, yeah, and one of the best toys that I bought this year was my T-Rex from Jurassic Park, the Hammond collection. <laughs> I I can't was... believe how much I love that toy, man. It's just so cool. And But my favorite Joe this year, oh, it's a tricky one, hey? Because, like, like I said, I mean, I was donated a blowtorch and stuff. And thankfully, I can take those out of the, the, the equation because if I have them in there, it's going to be like madness. But my favorite toy... Favorite GI Joe that I bought for myself. Uh it's so difficult, but I really love that smoke from Mortal Kombat that I got when I was in Cape Town with you guys. Oh, sweet, so Recent good.
0: Recent purchase, then nice. Yeah,
1: it's so good. I I just I, I keep it around with me all the time, and I was pulling it out and playing with it and whatever's it at uh, Rage and all kinds of stuff. It's the cool toy. Uh It just works, and yeah, it's just um, it's been a, it's a bit of a special toy. I, I didn't even ex- expect to get it. It's like you know, you don't, you don't. I didn't plan. I didn't go into this year going, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go and like, uh, you know, bolster up my MK GI Joe roster. It just, it was just a really welcome surprise at Heinz, and it's got a nice memory attached to it as well. So, that is my favorite toy: is GI Joe Smoke. Is what well, I bought this year. My favorite Dragon I.
0: Fortress toy. rates <laughs> it very highly. He was like, if there's one Mortal Kombat ninja to have, it's Smoke because he can double as just a general gi joe ninja i mean his mm. gray uniform just it's sublime so easy just slides right in <laughs> <laughs> rob toy <laughs> okay well I, I, I was trying
2: to um, upload a, a, a video but it, uh, it's, uh, it's it's just it's not happening because i don't have any I actually rush. don't ha- i don't have any pictures um so what i will do instead is I, i'll put my camera on and yeah. so my favorite toy of the year because actually i, I, I have literally not bought a single toy this year actually so um it is difficult i mean i don't want to single out anything that that people have given me and i appreciate every single one but like i literally mentioned how cool i think quick kick is and someone was just like here my dude there you go rob thanks from, rob from one rob to another mm. it was a quick kick and i it's a cool shot to do this figure um, I think he's really cool, and uh, I definitely have. I, I've started to do things with him that I'll hopefully be <laughs> releasing soonish. <laughs> I've done yeah. things, with him, things you would you would never believe. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's doing stuff. He's having a conversation.
3: Oh yeah! God.
1: Wow! I was born. It's, it's it.
2: definitely meant to be in there. <laughs> Cool shirt, right? Yeah, so I think, oh, thank you very much. It is actually a FanCon exclusive t shirt. Oops, there goes my phone. Nancy. Um, Witchblade. that was Witchblade, yeah, yeah for the very, very first um, FanCon, uh, kept on comic convention event.
0: She seems to be wearing a lot of clothing for Witchblade. I thought all their clothing always like sh- obliterates when the. <laughs> well, <laughs> only in the
2: 90s. Only in the 90s. This is one of the, one of the later issues. Um, Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I'm, I'm very really happy baby. to earn the shirt. So, there's my absolute favorite figure of the year. Is quick, quick, quicks. I was going to say Quicksilver. It's, it's a quick kick. kick,
0: kick.
2: MC,
1: MC DJ ACDC <laughs> says, The core figures and how video games affected your playtime were my favorites. And he's referring to, to episodes. Troy's comment ah, on that yes. video game Just... episode was thumbs up, magnifique chef's kiss. And um and then he follows up that comment with well, minus G.I. Joe jacking up the
0: price of core figures after that episode. <laughs> Lol. No, Zontara, look, I, can't, I can remember uh, that Troy had some lovely things to say about G.I. Joe video games, but for the life of me, I can't remember the exact content of his comment. So I'd have to go back and reread it. We're getting yeah. old, man.
1: Santara <laughs> you know, well. also jumps in with. I was in awe of the Toxic Viper when a uh, Toxo Viper when I first saw it in the Toxo store. Zombie. Toxo Zombie. Toxo <laughs> Zombie. Sorry, my mic was in the way. My bad. My brain filled it in. My apologies, Nora. Uh I, I was in awe of the Toxo Zombie when I first saw it in the store. Instant purchase. Yuck
0: yeah yeah. I didn't
3: that's even want to see I
0: wanted to raise actually. Like the Toxo Zombie is so clever in that it repurposes the Toxo Viper look and writes that as as their their fate basically like this Mm. is the ultimate end to someone who's been in the leaky suit brigade for too long that's why it's such a shitty assignment because ultimately you're going to be moving hazardous waste to the point where you waste away um but if you flash forward to the, the the modern era and the zombie viper like, what is that based off of? That's not a a, a a Viper that's kind of gone bad. It's it's basically its own unit, its own uniform. Like, I don't want to knock that as a concept. It's fantastic. But I think the vintage has a clearer, like, Yeah, progression.
2: They, they knew why it was like that, yeah. They produced Whereas the Toxo,
0: I mean, the zombie Viper from the modern era feels like they just made these troops. Zombies. They yep. made these zombies. Yeah, they've given them a uniform. Because
1: we haven't um, had it before, so we might as well things. just do it. They just wanted my worst to make zombies. Gents, oh. the, the next
0: category is what is our worst or our least favorite oh, toy no. purchase of 2022? Okay. It has to happen. We have to get oh. these off our chests. Ooh, I don't care way. about this anymore because it seems so <laughs> long ago. But boy, oh boy, did it get me hot and bothered at the time. I bought a SkyQuake, the Euro exclusive SkyQuake. From Transformers. My goodness. beautiful toy, but hopelessly packaged. Like I knew that this guy was gonna cock it up, but I I, I gave him a chance, and he did. He he absolutely did not let me down. <laughs> he was a, an <laughs> asshole. He messed um, it up. was rattling around loose in a box, and it's like gold oh, plastic no. syndrome, dude. Come on. The nose cone is cracked off, but it had clearly been cracked off and re-glued. So this was clearly a a case of buyer beware. This seller is a schmuck. And also, gold plastic syndrome, the the back end of the jet, so, so frail, was just crumbling to dust. Do it. I I tried getting compensation from him. I tried getting compensation from PayPal. Um, I eventually had a partial success. But hey, now I've got a a broken toy. I mean, it's it's understands
2: gold plastic syndrome it's, it's beautiful it's not a recognized thing obviously
0: yes no. well no this guy just doesn't he, i mean he didn't know what he was doing it's pretty evident what a box um, but i i decided to roll the dice <laughs> anyways and um and i was pu- i was punished what a box <laughs> i guess it's just a, a a learning lesson a life a life teaching lesson um, mm. yeah, and as a result, I'm less and less inclined to buy things online anymore.
2: Oh, my goodness,
0: I know, weird. What the hell am I gonna do? It's I a, don't even seriously. know anymore. It's, it's I'm also, uh, yeah, I mean, my collection is, is growing, not even in the country that I collection. inhabit, so I need to step away from the purchasing for a while and get away. And get this away was now. one of the nails in the coffin, Robbie. Why don't you kick this off? Well, after me at least. What was well, your least favorite toy of 2022?
2: So my least favorite toys, well, I mean, I, I think it's kind of expected. I mean, I, I'm glad to have them. I'm glad Hasbro is attempting um, to put out more three and three quarter inch figures. And I, I appreciate Thank you so much, Mola Joe, for, for giving them to me. And uh, I'm glad I have them. But they kind of are a disappointment. The, the retro collection um, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Like, I, they feel funny. Like I, I can't get away from that. They just feel funny. They don't feel like the original figures, and I, I feel like there's obviously have there's been some sort of compromise, you know, that, that has gone into producing these these new retro GI Joes. Um, I mean, I found a place for them. I'm I'm, I'm going to be doing things with them, but like it's just like I was so looking forward to Hasbro producing new. Mm. o-ring figures that i was like i just was blown away by just the idea that they're actually finally doing that again you know they're not just producing a fantastic classified line they're actually going back they're taking classic figures and bringing them back to us and and i i i was just disappointed that they weren't what i they weren't like what i feel when i when i touch my original vintage joe's you know, like the, the yeah. old ones are just so good, and you just feel them up. You know, um, these new ones. So
0: some so episodes ago, you both were mm. adamant that the O-ring line was going to continue, and I was the dissenting opinion, saying, "No, guys, it's <laughs> it's done." After the Sky Strikers reach everyone, that's it. Cheers.
2: Well, I, I I I hope they can learn from these experiences and produce better better figures. Um, that that's what I'm hoping, you know, is is that they will learn from it. But I mean, but not out yet, Stephen. I think people are getting it in April. Well, no, people. Some people. Apparently shipping already out has
0: it, which oh, really? uh, which gets me a little bit fumed because, like, guys, i will be in Singapore in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been the first GI Joe channel oh, to review no, the Stephen. damn thing, but um, you can't be it's... first
2: with every single new GI Joe toy, you know. You got well, the first of the HES tank uh, Transformer. No, I didn't. You didn't? Uh, I thought you Prime did. Prime versus
0: Prime. Ah. Wow. A lot of people beat me to it. Well, you're the first video I watched. So I think Chris that McLeod. Chris thing. McLeod got one from, from Hasbro. Directly. I think
2: that still counts.
0: I watched yours first.
2: So. Oh. <laughs> you're the first <laughs> person I watched, who go got it. Oh no <laughs>
0: arbiter of all G.I. Joe channels, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, your least favorite toy of oh, 2022.
1: Oh, mm. oh, that's easy. Soundwave. The the studio series Soundwave is the biggest oh, piece of shit gross. ever made. It is so gross. <laughs> to it's, put it's, the
0: listeners in the frame, it doesn't transform into a tape deck.
1: No, it transforms into a robo
0: poop. I don't know what the <laughs> hell it's supposed to be. And, just, you know... Collapses down into a, a flat version of Soundwave, doesn't it? It's
1: it's so stupid. Yeah, it's like it's just I don't know what it is. It's like a space. What the fuck were it's you It's like thinking? a space. I this is no, but this here's the thing, right? What? I buy was like, oh, no, but here's the thing. I was like, I don't mind its transformation because, quite honestly, we don't see a transform in the Bumblebee movie, so I'm not quite happy with it not transforming. Like I know as odd as that is to say, but, but I as, if the figure's poseable enough, that's cool. But that's the problem. The figure sucks with the posability. Like, they put all the great articulation in the wrong places. He looks like a complete dope holding his gun. He's just <laughs> He doesn't pose nicely. He's just crap. And I'm so annoyed because I thought, okay, you know what? Maybe the, like, that was my whole my whole chip. I mean, my whole, like, reasoning there it was like, okay, I'm going to get a good, like, robo mode. And then, yeah, that'll be it. And then I get it. And I was like, this is crap. The Ravage that he comes with is better.
2: I feel sports. awful. I think I feel like I've made this worse by actually letting Paul spend time with my masterpiece.
1: Oh, geez, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that just adds to it. You know what? I should have actually just saved up the money and bought the the, the 3-0 um, mm. stand wave. Because that doesn't transform either. But my God, that's an amazing toy! I should have just bought that instead of this piece of shit that I waste. And the thing that bugs me is not like, (laughs) it's not so much that I wasted money on it. He really doesn't like this. It's just like shipping. Like when we have to ship stuff, it's like it's such a premium that this piece of shit took space in a box that could have been. Occupied by nothing and made my cheap- uh, shipping cheaper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A lot of Transformers hate, it seems, but uh, Mark van Leeuwen shoots back with his response. He got both his best and worst toys in the same box. Oh, God, forehead. <laughs> his highlight of 2022 was the mega hiss Transformers G.I. Joe crossover. The worst figure was the Baroness that came with it. Yeah, <laughs> here, here. Paul, you could totally have had my Baroness if I hadn't thrown her down the poop chute.
1: <laughs> well, you said you lived in
0: Australia, yeah. So, oh wow, I'm still... that's that's what I mean. That's what I call uh, Australian nowadays. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys. I just and just like just because I just need to cleanse this freaking sound wave off my palate. Oh, Throw I it out actually, the window,
0: I, Paul. Throw it. I'm out so out the glad. Window yeah do i might it,
1: give it to a child or something that's running do around a wall outside, test yeah. like hans does with his figures <laughs> but actually what? actually and, and then it.
0: donate it to a child come on yes
1: come on. break it no yeah. my thing is like i'm just I, I my brain is sometimes so funny with remembering stuff just because of how nuts this year is but i also got ninja for zartan this year guys mm. and, and, and that while and that's that, not like the least i know that was toy. a donation but my god i'm so glad i have that toy so this is just it's me creating my cool, Palette man. of the wave. I'm so happy I have that toy. You know, at least it makes up for how shit wave is. Um, it's like 50 times over. Zartan and my bad version too. I We can't go with, wrong with G.I. Joe toys, hey? You really can't. Like when you buy like a good G.I. Joe, you actually, every G.I. Joe you buy is good, even if you buy Wild Boar. you know? Anyway, carrying on. <laughs> uh, I don't want to like, like stagnate on this t- uh, topic, this part of the topic too much longer. The next one. All right, is... dudes. I think the next right.
0: topic will be our favorite films of twenty twenty two. Now, recording this on the twenty third of December, I absolutely had been given the night off. I was in the clear to go off and watch James Cameron's latest monolith <laughs> Avatar 2 the Way of Water. Um <laughs> however my father marches through the doorway with the Christmas tree and that throws all the plans out the window because then it's it's time to decorate. So hey. yes, I, I I have not seen it, so my answer has to be like with that notwithstanding. Like basically, like it might all change. It might all change thanks to Avatar too. But mm-hmm. I read a great meme, okay. not meme, a great quote that Avgn put up. Well, not Avgn, Ag, whatever, Avg, one of those news, newsy type memes. Basically, like there was a, a supporting character on on Avatar who filmed her scenes four years ago she had thought that the film had already come out and bombed because she'd like forgotten about it. It was like oh, wow. so far in the rear view. And that just gives you some insight into how long James Cameron has been chipping away at this massive iceberg of a movie. So I'm, I'm curious. I hope it does reasonably well. Well, I hope it does a gargantuan amount of money because it, it certainly took a lot of grease whatever, underwater palaver, motion capture. I mean, is Avatar relevant? This is a topic for another podcast, but like, it seems like it it was a long, long time ago, and it's been very cool, very cold, this trail uh, since. So, yeah. Anyway, I've digressed far enough. My favorite film of 2022, Top Gun Maverick.
1: Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so good. Just,
2: both a
0: movie we haven't seen. Even, even the cringy stuff is forgivable Great. in a sense because you're like, well, when you consider the source material, like, yeah, sure, there's some cool jets in Top Gun, but man, there's a lot of cringe as well. <laughs> um, this faithfully reproduces all of those emotions <laughs> <laughs> the pulse pounding stuff and the. Uh, the between churning stuff. stuff, yeah, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> dudes. And uh, f- getting to see it in cinema also, like, uh, unfortunately, like that that experience has come and gone. Paul, you missed out, man. Last was it Yo, last week? They were doing an IMAX yeah. screening or something. F- fucking Avatar. That's why. It's because Avatar <sighs> came in. And, <laughs> I was Avatar's legitimately thrilled when they kicked off this film. Like, there was a reason why. I think Faltermeyer or or was it Kenny Loggins? Like they did a re-record of the themes and Danger Zone, and the director was like, "It's very nice, but we're gonna go with the old school. Yeah, you <laughs> just can't can't top that that authenticity, that absolute kick in the pants of what energy. The <laughs> into
3: <laughs> fucking
0: hell." I'm I'm going a little bit giddy just thinking about like how well it was, it was a, uh, to, to get Nabby Pabby on you guys. It was emotional to be in there uh, and, and watch that opening and be like, yes, right in the feels, man. Right in the right in the testosterone button. <laughs> so, it yeah, my it, testosterone um, buttons. It was a thrill ride that delivered is absolutely like. The G.I. Joe Ace story. Like that's that's what you're seeing on that screen. So yeah, as a GI Joe fan, you can't go far wrong with with Maverick.
2: Hell yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad How to hear you it? follow that
2: it <laughs> Yeah. What's better than that, Paul? I think that's why
1: we choose is... my movie viewing this year has been atrocious. Uh, I haven't watched much, if anything, in cinema movie. Okay. I haven't watched Jurassic Park. Or, I mean, Jurassic oh, World. I haven't seen the new one. So oh, I can't even tell you what the best film is because I haven't seen Jurassic World and I haven't seen uh, Top Gun Maverick because, you know, life... What was the best movie um, for you? You know, what
2: did you watch this year that you thought was the best movie you
1: watched? Dude, um, and, and, and a movie... I'll tell you a movie I really want to watch that, that I think I will, uh, will probably put up as my favorite film if it's not um, Top Gun... Is everything everywhere all at once? Is something I'm dying mm. to watch, uh, which looks incredible. And um, but for me this year, I watched the Batman, and I actually really enjoyed it, um, even with its shortcomings. But my favorite film this year is—it's not even—I don't even know if it, it didn't come out this year. Fuck, I don't know. This is how confusing this year oh, has God. been for me. But it's—I
0: watched it this year. Is the Dune come out this year? Because I keep thinking no. it came out last year. <laughs> I wanted to put it as my number one, but I checked. It was I watched it on the 8th of December, 2021.
1: Yeah, because, dude, I watched it again this year, and I was like, wow, this movie
0: is amazing.
1: Like, I love it so much. Um, I watched something called Barbarian, which is a horror movie, but I really liked the subtext, um, and I thought it was a very cleverly made film, uh, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Is it going to be on the top of most people's lists? Probably not. Is it going to be in the top of the some of the uh, one of the uh, like the top thriller list or top horror list of some people? Yeah, definitely. That was great. I really enjoyed that, and um, I would say that was probably my best film for the year. Uh, to be honest, like that, that and the Batman, those were those were great for me. I can't think of one film right now that really really blew me away as like this is an amazing film this year. I mean, the new Scream was average. Um, you know, I enjoyed Thor, but it's certainly not my favorite film of the year. It made me gross. There. Really? I, I couldn't bring I myself to watch it. It was full of lots of stupid laughs, and I actually enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but I don't think it's a good film. Um, hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's me. Like, it sounds lame to say that,
0: but uh, yeah, that was me this year. <laughs> Funny. June, uh, Jim does kind of nudge us slightly by asking, was Dune this year or last? Absolutely. I mean, Thanks to the pandemic, I think Dune had its, it was, it kept on getting bumped, didn't it? Eventually, they, Villeneuve just was like, let let it go, man. Let's just see what it does. Um, But these things should have come out in 2020, maybe even earlier. Mm. Top Gun Maverick. I remember seeing the, like, the core uh, or the Lenard, like, Maverick sets for sale, (laughs) like, way beginning of 2020. So the fact that Mm. we watched it in 2022, it's astonishing. But they kept it back that long. Yeah, man. Yo, Robbie, movie.
2: So my top movie of the year is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, excellent! Oh, thank you. Good. Absolute, absolute blast from start to finish. And the wild thing is, is that like I was watching it very soon after my 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 uncle passed away this year. Um, and as I was watching it, I was like. The message of this movie and the philosophy of uh, the characters and what they go through in the film is something that he would absolutely get behind and it's such a positive overall it's such a positive outlook on Mm. on life and on relationships um on everything basically um and it's wild it's wild from start to finish the the special effects are so good um the concept of the film of like multiple realities um is is wonderful it's 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 just it's it's a it's i can't even describe it it's just fantastic you have to watch it for yourself um i and i don't think it's just the context of how i watched it um but it it really is it's a fantastic movie you have it has to be seen um and yeah nothing for me this year has really topped that a batman the batman was pretty good um but nothing well it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two-thirds <laughs> i thought you said half of it Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> wow everything <laughs> getting softer
0: everything after the, the 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 chase in the rain with penguin feels oh, like you know that's a studio. <laughs> no that starts feeling like studio intervention like um mm. where's where's the action set piece where are the like the, the the anonymous guys with guns that batman can like plow through we need to see mm. some <laughs> of that so they tack <laughs> that on mm. anyway I'm curious is- to see what a Joker musical looks like. That sounds amazing. With Lady Let's... Gaga playing Harley Quinn. Yes, please.
2: That sounds my Yeah, that
0: actually sounds really cool. What is not really cool, and I did actually talk about this at some length, more length than it deserved on the podcast, my least favorite film of 2022, Red Notice. This is an example of the stamp of mediocrity. Oh, uh, shit, Joe, That piece of crap. Yeah. Pretty much all Netflix films, but... But this one is most egregious because it just trades so heavily on not one, not two, but three marquee names that being The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. And they just look so bored and so perfunctory. And it's just, it's awful. And it's probably getting a sequel. And why did I waste my time with it? Well, I'll tell you why. Wife. She <laughs> stick it on. I must watch. Garbage. Ryan Absolutely. Reynolds, like, he does parkour, and it's obviously not him. It's it's a running double, but like, it's so incongruous. It's like, no, this is this is ten years at least out of date. Like, it's not fashionable, or trendy to like, like watch some incredible spiraling moves and then like drop below the camera's line of vision, then up pops Ryan Reynolds. Hey, hey I guys. just did that. I just did the thing. Gawk.
2: You- you yeah. reminded me of this movie. I forgot I even
1: watched it. That's how cock it is. I also forgot about it.
0: And and Dwayne Johnson like kisses a woman, and I'm like, dude, you can do your like cocky face and you can look badass as Black Adam or whatever you want to do. Don't don't kiss people on screen. I, I don't like <laughs> watching you kiss anyone on screen. Mm, it's just, it's weird. uncomfortable. He's not a romantic it lead. It is weird no, to see him no. s- like make out <laughs> <Ugh>.
3: <laughs> swoon
1: <Grim.
0: laughs> Robin, your oh. worst oh, Paul, you have <laughs> to add to red notice. weak piss that's what you need, yeah,
1: weak piss don't fucking watch that shit, sorry
2: so <laughs> my worst movie of the year was something that I was, I mean, I had seen the trailer, I was kind of looking forward to it um, I'm pretty sure I watched it this year um, and, and it came out this year, um but I haven't watched it. I just, I the moment the movie started, I was like, "This is not going to be a fun experience." And that was Matrix. What's it called? Enter the Matrix. Return of the. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't seen rabbit. that
1: yet either. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the wow. hell
2: the Matrix Four is called, it is absolute awfulness. Garbage. It, it Control all is... the <laughs> I, I can't. It it it's like it really does make the original like two sequels so much better because at least they're in the vein of what the original movie was about. You know, they kind of like they took themselves seriously and they took their source material seriously. Well, this sequel is just to be there, and the mm. the film itself
0: takes the piss out of the fact that it exists at all. Now you see, yeah, I can almost I can almost give that a pass if they committed to that, Rob. Yeah, and if it was entertaining, but it's not. They They ultimately ultimately wanted to end up making it into a Matrix film, you know. In the end, if it committed to its its meta, like being completely meta textual and breaking of the fourth wall, and like it was all. Oh no, then it could have been absolutely simulation. It could have been tongue in cheek and fun, but it's it.
2: It didn't. Then it was trying to say something, but not be a good movie. Like you can say whatever you want. You know, like, say, have a message in your movie, (laughs) but may have it be entertaining. Because for me to be able to even get on board with your message or consider your message or your point of view, you have to entertain me at the same time. I was not entertained at all by that movie. It was, to me, it was awful. I mean, I was so excited to see Keanu. I was so excited to see um, Trinity again, Carrie. And it was just, like, it's awful just a little it's gross. <laughs> to me it's yeah. so gross.
0: It's a gross well, let's, movie. Let's rinse ourselves in Paul's least favorite.
2: Yes, Matrix Resurrection, thank you oh, oh, There we you.
1: go. <laughs> Guys, um I'm actually going to echo Stephen's statement on ugh. Red Notice because what? You
0: watched it as well? What the hell wrong with us? us?
1: I, I just I it was just,
2: just on. It's probably there's nothing else on. We were just like oh it's recommended. There was,
1: Netflix. I know it was it was just so cuck. I just, I actually totally forgot it existed. Like, that's how <laughs> bad it was. It was, it made like <laughs> well, no... South Africa
0: this week. Honestly, <laughs> that is Netflix inflating the importance of its own productions. So oh, for sure. That's, that's how no they ways. generate their own numbers. And that's how they get digital bums on digital seats. They're such <laughs> bastards, actually. Dreadful. Yeah. I almost want to keep the negativity train rolling. <laughs> worst TV series. <laughs> but we'll go with the best first. Our favorite TV series of 2022. mine was the boys season three. This show can do no wrong. It is amazing. Every episode is an absolute thrill thrill ride. It's so irreverent and it, it is the tonic to the superhero fatigue that I think we're all feeling. This yeah, yeah, yeah. show is so great. Hmm. Fuck, I'm no. so glad they have a Series 4 in the pipeline.
1: Yeah, th- but that, the irony of that is, is that The Boys was also kind of that for comic books at, the, at its time as well. Uh, in, in its time when it was a comic book. So,
0: yeah, I know The Boys is great. I believe the TV um, show TV show is tamer than the comic book series. Oh, yeah, yes. way tamer. Oh, way tamer. So there's, way there's definitely tamer. something to be gained by tracking down an issue or two and blowing I mean is I think you can show, enjoy them for themselves as well. The show is stomach churning and they <laughs> just seem to keep pressing harder and harder. So it's it's not for the faint-hearted. Like be sure to watch it with um no children know, around. Well well vetted company. <laughs> no children, yeah. no one sensitive, no one squeamish. It's it's ball busting stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> um well
1: in the the fave series con- uh, thing for me so this is where i feel like i've been quite spoiled because there's been ah. some amazing tv series uh this year um so i'm going to quickly like because i can't just choose one there's just been too many good ones <laughs> just i've just rattled off titles i'm going to start off with uh cobra kai which i've been thoroughly enjoying a series i just now finished off uh, called midnight club which is fantastic But thanks to the bastardry of Netflix, has already been cancelled, so we're not going to get a second season, which is loathsome and freaking annoying. Um, What's the reason? um, No, it just you know it didn't do as well as fucking Red Notice shit did, you know, in Mm. its first two weeks. That's always their reason. Oh, it didn't get like a million people like in the first two weeks. Like fuck off with that stuff. Sorry, I'm very angry. I'm swearing a lot. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, like Midnight Club was amazing. I loved uh, Cobra Kai's offerings and a series that I know, Steve. You and I are on, on opposite ends of the spectrum here for this one. I thoroughly enjoyed Andor. I know there's a lot of people that are on. Uh, it's it's a very polarizing show for a lot of people. I thoroughly enjoyed Andor, and I think as I'm going through all of this, still
0: in prison. Okay, <laughs> another episode in prison. Okay. But the series, Jesus. I think, that... move it along, please. <laughs> it but for not me, need this be, year, not need to be twelve episodes long. I am sorry, <laughs> fucking hell! I have more things to do in my life, and it's <laughs> not my least favorite uh, series of twenty twenty. Wow, but It's wow. pretty close That's to Yeah.
1: So the the two TV series that for me stood head and shoulders l oh, three actually. Stephen, you mentioned the boys, so I am not gonna. I am just gonna mention the boys, but the Peacemaker and Sandman. Ironic that they both properties based on a comic book, but the Peacemaker, I felt like owns its own space really, really well. I didn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like a comic book movie, if that makes sense. And I really loved Sandman. I thought Sandman was just pure class. Like they nailed it. Absolutely Mm. nailed it. Uh, What an incredible show.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm making lists, gents. I hope everyone yeah. listening to this is as well. If there's something highly recommended here that you haven't watched and you're Do feeling it. bored and lonely and want to spin something cool, GI Joe recommends.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> and thankfully sometimes uh, we overlap and you won't actually have to add tons of stuff to your lists. So it will actually be easier to actually get through our recommendations because my favorite ser- series of 2022 was also Sandman. Oof, I, I it. It's so, well, it's it's a fantastic adaptation of the comic books. Like mm. they just get the tone of the comic books. They, 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 I mean, and just like who the characters are so well, and they've adapted the story to live action phenomenally well. Like mm. it, it just feels like the comic books, like you just need to like live in each episode and I'm so glad it's, it, they're going forward with it, and that they, it's, it's going to be—they're going to continue to be able to adapt more of the source material into live action because I think it's a fantastic way to get people into one of the best comic book series you could really ever read. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, Sandman—the mm-hmm. top top show of, of of the year.
1: Yeah, I gotta say, man, it's just—it just resonates with me. I mean, listen, it just hits you in the feels. And in the mm. right way, and it's clever, it's like it's it really messes with you emotionally in some ways. It's it's a cool film. It and, um, a cool uh, series. It love it. Love it. Loved it. And
0: least favorite we, series, gentlemen.
1: <laughs> oh, that's easy. That's <laughs> so easy. Boba
0: Fett.
1: <laughs> you know what? what? I forgive, I can forgive Book of Boba Fett. And I can actually forgive Halo wow. because those, I, I actually got excited about new episodes coming out. But the show that actually upset me the most and that I've disliked the most this year um, has been Wednesday. Hmm.
3: Oh, yeah. controversial.
1: Fascinating. I think it is a very bad take on the Adams Family. I don't like that. The, uh, my, my major issue, I don't have a problem with her, with the cast or any of that. I have a problem with the the, the script writing and I have a problem with the, the characterization of characters that I love and that are specific. You know, this is not like somebody I don't feel like it should be this is somebody's interpretation of the Adams family. The Adamses are not self aware. They do what they do. They're the Adams mm. family. Okay. It's what they are. They they don't they don't sit here and pontificate about like, oh am I a good or a bad person? They don't worry about this shit. They don't worry about like being the you know their children's upbringing into to the sense of like oh I want you to be like the valedictorian of your school I want you to head the the spooky dancing people club it's the biggest <laughs> load of shit and then they go and inject some kind of psychic ability crap no just no fuck off Tim Burton what the hell you're you Whoa. change your dealer dude seriously because this shit is insulting to anybody who loves the adams family the adamses are the best family you could ever have i mean they're fully accepting of their children they're fully accepting of people they're fully accepting of the way people treat them because they're just like okay well this person is just you know being that's how that person is carry on you know (laughs) we got millions we're weird somebody sounds a
0: little bit precious about their adams family i'm a little precious about (laughs) adams
1: family because a lot of books films are amongst my favorite films ever created i love steven soderbergh's adam's family films and i just feel like wednesday just kind of does a piss take it's it's like it's trying to be sabrina and it just feels derivative so that was my absolute least favorite worst hmm. tv series of the year <laughs> thank you very much boom mic drop <laughs>
2: <Nice>. <laughs> i i don't think our vitriol is gonna touch that like i think paul actually <laughs> has a genuine reason to hate that show it comes from a from an actual place of like love for the the source material. Hell yeah!
0: I was just thinking My, about it while washing the yeah. dishes yesterday. That just get back to Book of <laughs> Boba Fett, if I may. <coughs> the fact that like in 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 future people are going to have conversations saying like, oh you know that episode of Mandalorian where he gets the dark saber and he's like, he's fighting that Mando dude in the, in the <laughs> bridge, and then he gets this cool, like, n- like Nubian um, or Naboo starfighter. Um, yes. And he like, he, uh, he soups it up and he goes to that flight. Like, I can't find that episode. Which, which season is it? Which episode of Mandalorian is it? And like, that conversation is totally going to be had, and people are going to be having mm. to correct them- themselves and say, actually, it wasn't in the Mandalorian. This was an episode inside that steaming pile of turd called The Book of Boba Fett featuring the most uninspired, like least ruthless, most toothless version of Boba Fett you'll ever find. Uh, Talk about trashing a character. It takes everything that was ever cool about Boba Fett Mm. and transplants it onto Mando and what does that leave Boba Fett with? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing so disinteresting and you could tell that the writers were disinterested with him as well because they couldn't wait to hop onto mandalorian story (laughs) yeah yeah let's get back to that cool guy exactly also you know
1: toys are not exactly flying off the shelves of uh of you know i don't know just it it just it yeah i i feel you on that steve like i said i enjoyed it and i believe the vintage
0: collection three and three quarter inch boba fett like the one with the black tunic, uh, is a very fine figure. It's a deluxe. It comes in a windowless box, which is unusual for a three and three quarter inch figure. But like I said it before, Star Wars kind of gets a pass because they do very nice photography. It's got the classic like Star Wars bordering Mm. and it's on the black Mm. cardboard. It looks a very handsome box. But I can't buy that because that's not my Bobo, man. My Bobo doesn't wear this black tunic, which Let's be honest, no. it's really just flattering because the actors, you know,
1: stuck to a few pages. My backpack
0: <laughs> has jets. Yeah, I feel you, dude. <laughs> Anyway, I don't want to hop on it any longer. I did not like that. I suffered through it. It was a snooze fest. The supporting cast went from the underutilized to flat-out embarrassing. There's like modded kids, the Power oh, Rangers on their slow, oh, slow-mo mo- mo- <laughs> space mopeds. Gross! So space bad. Despers. So many missteps.
1: Yuck. Yeah, that was very un-Star Wars. I I would actually Oof. go. Coming from someone who likes Andor. Yeah, but Some I points. like Andor. I just because I like the I, I like the the sort of fuck you to the man side of Andor, and that just speaks to me. That just speaks volumes to me, which is why I enjoy Andor so much. Um, I love that sentiment of rebellion. I like that there aren't any space wizards in it. I love Jedi. Please don't get me wrong, but I love that it's it's. I don't know. It just it's it seems to fill that niche for me, which I dig. But guys, honestly, the most redeeming thing for me with Star Wars right now, aside from loving Andor as much as I have been, I also really love the Jedi Fallen Order video game with Cal Kestis. That is wow. stop. Star- such your favorite you know? game of 2022. Um. Well, oh, technically, another twenty twenty two game, and I've got better games to mention for this year, thankfully. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no Rob's, Rob's least favorite TV show. So I tried to watch
2: Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power. I got through the first. F- oh. f- first, I got to the, I got, I think almost to the end of the first episode, and I was like, "This doesn't feel like Tolkien to me. It doesn't feel like the the other movies, which obviously were also adaptations." Um, but it just felt stupid. Like the, the dialogue did not feel like it was dialogue that he would have written, um, and it was and the characters just felt silly to me. Um, I have since I, I know what happens in the rest of the season, but I just can't be asked to watch it. <laughs> I I tried my best and like I just don't have time. If a show doesn't grab me in that first episode, I'm not gonna waste my time. Even if you tell me seven episodes in it's gonna be absolutely amazing. And you need all that build up to get to that point. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother. Boys, we are
0: spoiled for choice and we're strapped for time. That's the thing, you know. There's mm. just
2: too much. There's too much stuff, and you really mm. have to be so picky in what you want. Everything's epic. And I, 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 yeah, epic, you know. But it's like, like it, it, but it, if, if it's good, it, it, people will say it's good. I mean, there's, there's yeah. some shows I haven't watched this year that I really do want to watch. Um, that I'll watch next year. But yeah, I couldn't be bothered. I was just like, no, thank you. I, I tried my best. Leave. Yeah. I, I was just, no. I know what happens in the rest of the season, so I know I'm not missing out on anything that would have appealed to me. I just, I want
1: to lean into these comments quickly, Rob. And, oh, and you're leaning. Oh, I'm going to, Mark Van Leeuwen, um, I agree with Paul. Gomez Adams feeling guilty about a murder. Come on, normally he would be proud. Exactly. Quote, Your cousin, uh, your cousin Balthazar, you were still a suspect. Gomez, smiling. You see, and then also this, uh, Steve just popped it up, and I'm going to pop it up again. Mark wow. van Leeuwen, Rings of Power sucked. Now, guys, Mark van Leeuwen is not that guy. He's not the kind of guy who's going to be like, oh, this is like crap. So that speaks volumes <laughs> from Mark. <laughs> so, Rob, Mark uh, gets you, bro, dude. He gets you. Well, I don't fantastic. even want to touch that film. I mean, that series. Like, I, c- I can't be bothered. Like, really? I, just- I tried i saw the trailers and, and I was just like, eh. Eh, yeah,
2: no thanks. No. So before Paul Paul dives down his long road of, of video games, I'm gonna say my that favorite is game is really the only game that I, I play these days. is still Final Fantasy 14. The the, so <laughs> the rad and you're kicking the ass online with it. game. Absolutely, I'm 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 slowly tripping away at more of the classes, the jobs, getting them to level ninety, and yeah, there's always something to do. Um, I, I, I still adore it. Um, I'm still having a really good time with it. And I'm getting better at it too. Four years on, I'm actually like I'm I'm like, wow, I can actually get better at this game <laughs> <laughs> if I just pay attention. <laughs> Don't you love
1: that? I love that in a game. Like, I think
2: it's that's fantastic that
1: you you level up you know? a game.
2: <laughs> yeah, that you level up yeah. and you can you still find something to do. Um and mm. still something that, that kind of pulls you in and you're like, I'm still playing this. That's cool.
1: Um so, Paul, what, what what took you in this year? Uh, so, yeah, this has been, like, for me, it's been a good year of gaming. But sadly for me, I haven't had as much time to play games as I would have liked. Um, so, cool, really cool games this year for me have been Elden Ring. I really loved Elden Ring. But I'm sure, it's like, so many other people did as well. Um, a bit of a strange departure for me. I mean, I like cars, but typically I like racing games that are arcadey and, nuts and that, that allow you to do... Drift turns are like 240 kilometers an hour, like other Need for Speed, Ridge Racer, and Midnight Club. But um, wow, GT, Gran Turismo 7, I've just been really hooked to that game or hooked on that game. And you know so much so that I went and uh, saved up and I got myself the steering wheel <laughs> and the pedals for it. And I've been enjoying it. And it's great because I can take like 20 minutes here just to, just to unwind, decompress, and just play some Gran Turismo. And that has been like, my big game for the year. Like, I don't know if it's the best game or if I think it's the best game of the year, but it's definitely been a game I spent a lot of time on. A game that I really, really loved as well was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, Shredder's Revenge, which is so cool. It's made by the same guys that did the Streets of Rage 4 um, Mm. title, .EMU or .MU or .MU, however you want to say that. Um, The Kawabunga Collection has just been a sweet, sweet throwback to my childhood, Um, but nostalgia always wins. It's just great to have that all in one complete package. Um, and I have peppered the year a little bit with some cyberpunk. I've been playing a little bit of cyberpunk here and there. I still think that game is incredibly good. Um, it's, it's even better now. It's it's like, it's a whole different game now. And it's so cool because the rest of the, the world is now copping onto how great this game actually is. Because, you know, everybody was like a negative Nancy about it. Um, but the jury is still out because I haven't yet played um, God of War. Uh, Ragnarok. Uh, I'm hoping to find one under my Christmas tree. Um, mm. But yeah, so that'll be quite cool. Boy. Um, so I'm excited about that. Well, I'm hopeful for that. If that doesn't happen, it's fine. I'll have, I'll be able to pick one pick one up for myself. That's exciting. What
0: is going to be under your Christmas tree, Paul? Do I you know don't anything? know. I don't all know. Surprises. That's... Surprise. Yeah,
1: all surprises. Um, I wanted it that way. I actually... Um, I wasn't so much about like, I mean, Celia asked me for a list. I gave her like a list of things, but I'm like, eh, you know, um, I'm, I've am i been more like concerned about getting her gifts and making uh, everybody else, uh, you know, trying to find cool stuff for everybody else. Make everyone else um, feel nice. Aww. Yeah. You know, it's it's that's the whole thing. So yeah, I don't know what to expect under the tree, which is exciting. And I did spoil I myself to a little observe
0: bit. You. I got to observe, observe you when you were in Cape Town having like, an inner child meltdown moment which we all experience I think to some (laughs) degree. You were in a toy shop and you were seeing things that you wanted but like couldn't justifiably get yourself because I don't know, you guys were on a holiday and money was being diverted to holiday things. Yeah, But you were like annoyed that Cecilia wasn't by your side at that moment because you were like, she always asks me what I want for Christmas or my birthday but she's never around when I'm in the fucking toy shop like picking up <laughs> things that i want <laughs> just, just be could... here woman just like see. Just <laughs> yeah i felt like yeah. we could all relate to that moment it's like oh, come on come on mm. so, 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 why 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 do i have to put it on a list just just be here right now you're just around the corner just just exactly look look at the joy that comes across my face as i pick up this this i don't know he-man thing or whatever or whatever. Oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to, at this point, <laughs> conspicuously say that none of your favorite toys of 2022 were Yemen, men <laughs> <Jeez.
1: laughs> But none of my least favorites were, so that's also good. They that were is in the, good. They were in the fun
0: E-Bird. zone.
2: They're in the fun zone.
1: Guys, one more game I've got to mention because I feel like, you know, you guys don't really get to play that many games. So I kind of feel like I'm allowed to just... You have to make up for this. I can make up for it a little bit. Um, another really, really awesome game that I played this year is called Sifu. And it's got a very oh, cool... Seafood. Yeah, sifu <laughs> uh, It's got a very cool, like, aesthetic. Like, it, it goes for the... Like, you won't kind eat of... it, but you'll play with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <That's cliche>. uh, <laughs> it's very stylized. It's got a great, like, sort of stylized representation of... Um, you know, it doesn't try to be realistic is what I'm trying to say. But the combat, the way the Kung Fu works or should I say the way the martial art application works is pretty realistic actually. And it's quite cool to see certain um, maneuvers and whatever that I also practice and, and drill a lot coming through that character. And, you know, I actually showed my sifu that game and he was like, that's actually really impressive that, you know, they did a lot of Kung Fu. He said, no, like, cause he, he's got, he's got kids as well. And he's seen a lot of Kung Fu inverted commas in video games. And he's like, yeah, they'll do the stance, but they won't actually do a lot of the applications. But this actually has a lot of Kung Fu application. There's even a, there's quite a bit of Tiger in there as well, which is great to see because you never see Tiger. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that. But my word, it's it's tricky. It's a hard game. And sadly, I just haven't had the time to put in the hours this year um, on it. And I'm hoping I can get a few more gaps next year to do so. So that's also another cool one for your lists, guys, if you... If you Looking for a
0: good game.
1: All of you there in the listener verse.
0: Mm. Mm. Right now, I want to hear about uh, a favorite comment of 2022. And our man for that job (laughs) is always going to be the loving school fool. It's Rob. If you comment on our YouTube uh, videos, uh, Rob might just pluck your comment out for comment on a podcast. Hey, 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 So, Rob, have you got a goodie for us? Well, i
2: i mean okay the whole entire i i think every single time someone comments on any anything that we do um that that they take a moment and they're like cool we listen to this we watch this those are all my favorite comments so every single comment is my absolute favorite comment of 2022 like i just love that people take the time to like interact mm-hmm. with us or just say something like hey cool I really enjoyed this or like eh, you know if, if only you' had known this fact then you this this would have worked out better or you know, it's mm. so negative, positive, anything. Ooh. I think it's, it's 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 fantastic. I think it's cool that people do take their time because I know personally, I I never comment on anything. Like I'll enjoy the thing and I'll be like, oh, interesting, oh, that was pretty cool. But
0: um, True. I like people that people do take the time. Takes a certain kind of person to drop a comment. I must say, yeah, but, for yeah sure. I'm just like you, Rob. So yeah, we like and appreciate and we really really enjoy the interaction. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, and uh, thank you, guys.
1: Yeah, because I know how nerve-wracking it is. I hate commenting on other people's videos. I always feel like, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna I start don't to fight, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I always worried I'm going to start a fight or say something stupid or, I don't know. I just, I'm always like self-conscious about it. But yeah, but you guys don't have to worry about that on, on other stuff because we get you. We hear you. So, yeah. And I yeah. see there's a topic on our agenda here. Oh my goodness! Um, I'm just going to throw it in here. Doom, oh, oh, doom, Oh, is it a quick fire topic? <laughs> no, that's not a quick fire topic. Um, oh, it's yeah. your. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> I, what is? I feel the... like your your fave yeah. pornographic actress. Oh,
0: of the year. <laughs> of the year,
1: man. <laughs> interesting.
0: Um, right. <laughs> G H Oberg in Joke in joke. You've just peeked behind the curtain of the sausage factory. Is he also?
1: And of course, I know that I'm being set up. I know Paul that Steven obviously is took that of... seriously because yeah, yeah I know that really
2: Steven's seen the pictures that he uploaded. Uh, they are safe for YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so um, share with the class,
0: pool. Oh no, dude! I just think the topic is funny. I honestly well, look really... someone using our shared Gi Joburg YouTube account started clicking on this girl, like, playing golf in low-cut T-shirts <laughs> in slow motion. And now... Oh, she's great, though. Every time <laughs> I open YouTube, they are, like, three just staring at me. That's three pairs S- staring give, at I guess me. Someone's, 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 someone's trying to learn <laughs> golf, I guess. Totally. On the coldest <laughs> golf courses in the world. <laughs> the windiest, too. No, oh, okay, God, you're such like dogs how did we fall down who's watching those videos (laughs) well now now i am because i i just can't look away i thought you guys might appreciate that thanks a bunch her name's grace i think yeah excellent golfer by the way just want
1: to put that out there actually oh (laughs) my
0: god i mean she's bringing people to the sport that never gave a shit in the first place myself included (laughs) well here's one here's one lovely one i don't think it needs much more response beyond being read out on air but i love Mm. love love these kinds of comments Sturm dude says i used to own an eco warrior flint back in 2018 or so i got depressed and sold a bunch of my stuff the figure was one of them his leg was loose but recently i got some regrets for selling that stuff even if they weren't my favorites I bought another one, tight joints, and unlike the older one, I actually bought the accessories for him along with the stuff for DJ. Now i got to, now I got to get Captain Gridiron, the Mega Marines Clutch, and uh, that's it. Mega Marines Clutch 2, that's it. I need that stupid team back so that they can man the BF2000, Sky, Skysweeper, and Battle Bunker. I got those uh, figures years ago. Who else can challenge the Mega Viper and 2002 Slice? that are rolling around in my old beat up parasite. Aww. He goes on a bit but I really really dig comments that that pluck a piece of nostalgia out and hold it up mm. to the light like those are the figures that he imprinted upon. They made no rhyme or reason manning that combination of vehicles and going up against that combination of foes but to him this made a subgroup and now he needs to get them get get the old band back together. Mm. I love that. Yeah. So, that's thank you very fantastic. much at Sturm Dude. It's weird. Like YouTube no longer shows people's like yeah. usernames; it shows their their ads. Their, yeah. Their, like Insta I, handle. Is it? YouTube is YouTube's weird. Weird. Law unto themselves. But hey, that's yeah, dude, the playground we have to play on. Guys, I think this brings us to the conclusion of our very festive rundown of the best and worst of 2022. Absolutely. Mm.
3: There were good a big,
0: memories. Big thank you to the Berg Force as always.
1: Thank all as of always. Thank you guys. I love them all too. Thank you for a great year, another great year.
0: And um, year. thanks to the burgeoning number of YouTube members as well who tune in for our weekly madness, mm. be it to play motion, reviews, or just behind the scenes stuff. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, yeah. $3 a month gets you the basic tier, which gets you that. A little bit more, yeah, and you can in. T- take a, a peek into more. the vault <laughs> release stuff just with just kicking with around on my hard drive. And um,
1: <laughs> also, like worth mentioning, merch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the merch <laughs> is great. I mean, guys, you know the merch is the there. The want... gift,
0: hey? Oh, yeah, yeah. There we a go. late Christmas it's... gift, uh, yeah. a New Year's present, New Year's.
1: <laughs> early New Year's present. <laughs> you know, uh, you can't go wrong with the GI Joe Berg shirts. Uh, I really still want to get my hands on one of these that we're showing on the screen right now because uh, I really love that design, actually. So I'm very proud of that design. I am hoping to kick up some of the merch again next year. I've got some cool ideas. 2023, uh, some... guys. 2023. And I'm going to say this now, and I know it's because like, Paul's a cricket ambassador now. But guys, um, I have got some big plans for the crickets. Uh, I've been speaking to the people that cricket quite a lot. I've been doing all kinds of mad experiments with this machine. There are some exciting things that I want to release uh, next year for the boat force. Um, you know, they will require that in some cases, they will require that you either a get yourself a cricket machine, or you know, somebody who has one, it's actually a great Christmas gift for your significant other. Um, if they're into crafts and things like that, and then you can piggyback on that with some cool GI Joe stuff that I want to do. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So it shouldn't come as too much of a surprise. And um, I've got guys like Joe Mauler and Mark Van Leeuwen to thank for that, for some of those ideas and for some of the execution on that. So yeah, so I'm excited about that. Those will be templates that I'll start releasing out to the Bergforce Patreon members. And uh, yeah, I just want to kind of rejig a few things there as well next year. So I'm excited about that. Um, Also, we didn't mention it, but my favorite comic was the only comic I really properly enjoyed this year was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Is the... the no no the the ronin series is really good highly recommend it if you're a turtles fan i highly recommend it if you're not a turtles fan i think you'll just dig it it's a great story and you don't need excessive or extensive knowledge of the ninja turtles to enjoy it which is awesome it's brilliant writing um there was something else that i wanted to mention oh Hmm. a special thanks to mark van lewen sorry his name's coming up a lot in the show and it's it's just because he went out of his way and he made these really two, these two really awesome photo books that uh, we thoroughly enjoyed. He's and, made a third. Uh, he's made a third. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So we've got two of them. They're living here with me currently and they are exquisite. And I really, really would like to make it a personal mission next year somehow to help other people get their hands on this. And of course, we have shot some amazing content for this, even if I do say so myself. Um where is it, yeah. Paul? How, well, how, how,
0: is it in, in your hard drive? Can you mail Paul's it to uh, me? So the I, I can government. do so the lackey to... can start assembling it.
1: <laughs> I will just hold on, Lucky You boob, <laughs> you're assembling boob. <laughs> no, no. I'll get to that. Sorry. I just I have been a little inundated with Christmas shopping and just chill out time. And and me trying to just Paul takes his chill out I time. I being inundated
0: as, with chill out time. As serious as he, as he
1: takes I his work, I need it so his, much. Chill out time even more seriously. I have been so guys. I can't begin to explain to you how burnt out and fucked I was. Sorry, I'm swearing again.
0: We need to put oh a disclaimer God. on this episode. But uh, we did the explicit marking <laughs> on iTunes. But Paul, I'm going to preempt yeah. you and say absolutely burnout. My man, Deadly Pencils is spinning out of control. And as a result, bad news, sad news, but not permanent news by any stretch. We will be taking the month of January off. No podcasts for January. However, the channel wheels will still keep turning because we've got a fair number of projects waiting in the wings and a little bit of catch up time in January. will make sure that those get sent out the door as sweetly and as quickly as possible. So yes, the podcast will be on a brief hiatus, but we'll be back in Feb. As I say, the wheels of content will continue to churn, and Sprung perhaps there'll be endeavor. some f- fun and exciting little releases that happen in the uh, the month of Jan. So stay oh, tuned. Mm. Stay tuned. Stay To your favorite GI Joe podcast, or this one of your top five. We never make that claim. That's that's K Hip's place. We're we're the best one in
3: Africa,
0: at least. Oh yeah, that. Cool. We are that. Rob, any words before we point our feet out the door and? Go, ho, ho, I'm ho, looking go forward to,
2: to 2023. I think it's going to be a really cool year. Um, yeah, I think 2023 is going to be amazing. If 2022 is anything to go by, I think, yeah, it's it's onwards and upwards. And I look forward to spending more time with you guys digitally, physically,
1: Oof, yeah, that'd be uh, so cool. all over the place. All sorry. over the place. Oh, I'm sorry, Zantara. She oh, says that it's another reason to hate January. Well, I will definitely make sure that there's some cool things for the book 4th in January at least. I have it's got cool. some it's, uh, <laughs> it's so cool. He's yeah. absolutely the
2: coolest. I hope everyone has a fantastic festive season, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, uh all, all the good stuff. Have a good meeting. <laughs> happy <laughs> Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> if you do, whatever whatever you do, just have a good time. Enjoy it for what it is. A good time to spend with your family and your loved ones, like Paul. Deadly Pencils, and Steven talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Now, I have Ooh. approximately
0: 50 minutes before my bedtime. Ooh. Do I watch the final episode of Andor, or do I do <laughs> anything else with my life? <laughs> <coughs> Just go to bed um, 50 minutes. In.
1: <laughs> like, no spoilers, but at least it's an action-packed episode. I've All come
0: right. this far. I have to get the payoff. And yeah, if it'll... it's an action-packed episode, then maybe it'll start feeling like Star Wars, which it, you know, quite frankly, like Star Wars was all, all about pace and less about logic. Yeah. This has flipped things the other way, and I, I don't thinking. know if it works.
1: I've got Just a strange go crush it. on that weird blonde imperial woman. I know she Wonder Paul great likes so so much.
0: She does. I wonder, wonder he
2: teeth. likes Andor so much. It's not even about and the and, uh, story.
0: Also looks good in uniform, which I know Paul, you like a little bit of role reversal. You like to I love a woman in uniform. A woman in power (laughs) Power. exactly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Get out of here, guys. Happy Christmas. Um, Watch some more slow motion bikini girl (laughs) playing golf. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Jingle berg jingle berg jingle all the way.
3: Here we fruit, go! Fruit,
0: fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had so much fun. Oh, so much got a, I've got to pump it just before we head out. Ooh. And Talking Joe did a Christmas special with potentially some bad karaoke from Yours Truly, um, oh, playing that, playing both that, the role that, of Falcon okay. and Jinx, so mm. smooching his his own self because <coughs> my wife <coughs> was too <coughs> sick to <coughs> record <coughs> her vocals. <coughs> ah. May or may not be on the latest Talking Joe episode. I haven't heard it just yet, so maybe maybe Mark was kind enough to leave it on the cutting room floor. But you know, there'll be a lot of fun to be had, anyways. Check out Talking Joe. Pump over.